Everybody, welcome back to Wicked Good Sports. This is at the buzzer and joined as always by Ryan Flynn. Ryan, we're here after maybe one of the biggest moments in Celtics playoff history. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, it could have been one of the most eventful games in playoff history, period. I mean, uh, obviously, I'm uh, pretty ecstatic uh, for temporarily. I mean, my I can't imagine what this series has done to my blood pressure. <laughs> Uh, it's or not like been good any for fans. Any of us, that's for sure. Yeah, it'd be really interesting to do a study on like the, the effects of the past two years on the average Celtics fan blood pressure. But I mean, my thoughts were, as I said, we uh, I don't necessarily think we deserved to or we deserved to win last night, right? But we did. Derek White, like, that was a phenomenal play. Uh, even though Marcus isn't the guy necessarily the guy you want taking that last three, his release was incredibly quick and impressive. I mean, uh, if there's one thing you can't knock him for it's being afraid to take a shot. That's and, true. And he's learned to shoot a little faster too. Yeah, exactly. You know, for after that 76ers game where he would have hit the game winner, but he was just a little too slow on the draw. It's like, you're not going to tell me what the right decision is conscious. I'm throwing it up anyways. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? That's what separates him from, you know, the other people who are very talented, but maybe would have that, uh, hesitation you know because when he's on it's great and uh you know this one worked out also uh definitely for me uh now that uh Derek White obviously he's been great in these playoffs and last playoffs too last year he's been really great but uh now I'm like okay you know what happy for San Antonio glad they're getting the first overall pick this year uh you know just because they gave us Derek White (laughs) Yeah, I mean that's a that's that's gonna be a fun story. I think I we were just saying I would love. Uh, I definitely listened to it, heard it on another podcast, a suggestion. But like if Austin Reeves somehow ended up as like Wemby's second in command, that'd be dope. But uh, you know, like the foul play you could do with like a guy that big is that versatile and like Austin Reeves. But yeah, anyways, I mean that's a big difference. Is right as good as the Heat supporting undrafted crew is right as. Incredibles gave Vince's man Caleb Martin. These aren't necessarily guys that have a lot of moves for like um, end of the game, like buckets, right? Like the, it really comes down to Jimmy. And obviously, you know, most of that game, Jimmy struggled. He seemed to get it at the end. Then it was just one of those games where the Miami Heat, you know, it doesn't always look pretty, but somehow they stumble into, uh, you know, they kind of just are persistent. They get it, the job done. And before you know it, when it, they tie the game up and then they win. Right. Um, and Jimmy hit those three free throws, but uh, you know, this, the Celtics have multiple guys like that. Right. I think that's the big difference between the two teams. Right. And I mean, a great example was, you know, we know smart's not afraid to do it. And then we saw Derek white. I mean, that was an incredible play on his end. Right. Jalen can do it. Obviously, uh, obviously Tatum can do it. Uh you know, Brogdon's injured right now, but he's he's a guy like that as well. So I really think that's a difference. And I mean, uh, I don't know what to say to Miami. You done fucked up, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, this isn't a team you wanted to go to a game seven with. And I think they knew that. And we saw it last night. I mean, I've never seen Jimmy Butler like this. He looked like a deer in the headlights. He looked like Tatum has looked at a lot of different times in the playoffs, you know? And now Tatum looks like easily the best player in the series, you know? Mm-hmm. He's just using every advantage he has on Jimmy and it's working and it, it's great to see, I, you know? Yeah. It's, 
here's something, Ryan. Do you think Tatum's the kind of player who plays better when his back's up against the wall? I mean, I think that right now that's been this entire team. That's kind of just how they've been. As of right now, I would say, yeah, with Tatum. Um, again, I I'm, I heard this somewhere, but like, um, you know, as good as Tatum is, he doesn't necessarily have, you know, he doesn't have like a singular quality like Giannis or someone like that. Um, so he really needs to like kind of be craftier in order to be the best player in the league. And we don't always see that from him. And it seems like, yeah, when he gets in these situations, sometimes he feels low. That's when he learns. Right. And that's kind of this whole team. We, they kind of have to hit these plateaus to really like grow. Uh, you know, we definitely saw it when Tatum came back after being humiliated last year, we saw how he grew and now we see how he's just growing. Like, uh, the defensive awareness, right? Mm-hmm. Um, his playmaking ability, uh, just his ability to be more versatile and less predictable. Yeah. And not for nothing, uh, if that ball goes on the other side of the hoop, Jason Tatum was right there. I don't know if you saw that, but uh, oh, yeah. when Derek White's laying it in, Jason Tatum's looking him in the eyes from the other side of the hoop. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, you know, it's, it's great. And like you said, this uh, the Celtics team, the you this, the Heat had to kill them when it was that da- when they were up three out. They had to like really you know win one of these games because you know you can say, oh you know you just drop one game, you just drop two, but it you see how it goes. Now they're the better team. I don't think anyone would argue that, right? Like the Celtics are the better overall team than the Heat. Yeah, much more talent, much more talented. I mean, um, you know, the Heat, it was kind of thought of, especially before these three games, can be more mm-hmm. composed. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously the Celtics are the overall better team, right? Yeah, and, you know, they're down 3 nothing. You just need to win one. And now all bets are off for this game seven. And, mm-hmm. I mean, we saw last year one a, a truly great playoff game in game seven. Uh, between the Heat and the Celtics. But this year, I, I know Jimmy Butler has already said, like, we're going to go and we're going to win, although he has said that about the other games too, uh, that they didn't win. But uh, how demoralizing must this be for this Heat's team to to be in this position now? I think it's just very frustrating. I don't know about demoralizing because you were the underdog going into this, right? And they kind of thrive off that. And then they had that high of being up three. And, uh, yeah, it's just – I know it's demoralizing, but it's like you yeah, had to know this could happen, right? Like, I'm sure they felt good, but, like, I would have to think they know this team is way more talented than them, right? And they kind of knew uh, – yeah, it's just tough. And I don't know – like I said, I don't know what's going on with Jimmy because he was already struggling uh, in, what was it, game five and, you know, yesterday. You know, we just haven't seen that from him. I'm not sure if he's a little hurt. Um, or if he kind of sees what's going on and he kind of knows like, man, if I'm going to beat this team, I'm going to have to just like have everything I've got for this last game. I don't, I'm not sure. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's been an incredible series. Uh, couldn't ask for anything better. Um, you know, it's, it just seems like with the Jeter and A-Rod thing, the way it's kind of, you know, the way the momentum has just shifted so much going home at Boston, it just feels like everything is in Boston's court right now, right? Mm-hmm. But by the same token, the way they played last night, yeah, they were good in the first half. 
we started to see them fall apart, right? We saw like finally, yeah, they're it's like, yeah, we're we got this. We're up by 15. Mm-hmm. And then we then we see the old, good old Celtics we know, right? So <laughs> a it's very like, classic Celtics move mm-hmm. to, so, to stop being aggressive in the final like five minutes of a game that they're winning and then let the other team get uh yeah. tied up or a lead. Very classic. Yeah. No, but yeah, we really can't so I on that note, um you know, I can't say I feel like a hundred, you know, it's just like I said before, yeah. it's, uh, it's yeah, this is not weird. a done deal. No. By any stretch of the imagination. But I will say, even if we, I will be disappointed if we lose them for sure. Of course. 100%. But I don't think I would have been, I'm not going to be as disappointed as I was when we were looking at getting swept out of the Eastern Conference finals. And especially after that game three where, Holy shit, the Celtics just looks like they had no heart, you know? Yeah, it would have been bad. If um, that had happened, I would imagine, like, Missoula loses his job. Yeah. Um, Or, you know, it's heavily pressured, right? They're maybe maybe if they really want to keep some stability, they, um, you know, I, I feel like you would have lost the team at that point. Maybe they mm-hmm. get, like, a good, like, assistant, really experienced assistant coach. I think most likely, most likely I would think you got to fire him if that had happened. And we don't know what happened with Jalen either, I think. Yeah. Um, but now it now it's extremely we different. A dark path, man. Yeah, it would have been a tough, it would have been a tough offseason, right? Um yeah. now I think no matter what, you feel if not the same as we did before, you, you know, at least the same as we did before, or if a little better, like to see how incredible this team can be when they play at their best, right? Yeah. Um yeah, and you got to respect them. You know, you really do have to respect this team when you're playing them. And, you know, it seems like other teams do, you know, like we, you know, as fans, we see it night by night and we're just like mm-hmm. so hard. But I think, you know, I'd imagine teams in the league see it differently and they know how good the Celtics can be, right? Yeah. So I guess uh, the only last like question is, do you have a prediction for game seven? <laughs> I... Uh... <laughs> I don't have I, that I, kind of. I do not have yeah. that kind of foresight, Brian. Yeah, uh, and I'm not going to pretend I do. Uh, it's tough. I'm. I'm leaning Celtics. I don't yeah. really. I'm not usually. You know, I ha, I I can like look at the spread and tell you. I, mm-hmm. I I I'll look later, but I I'm not sure how it looks. Uh, it's probably going to be a tough game. You never know. Sometimes they can do the blowout thing, but mm-hmm. it's a tough game. But if I was pressed, I'd say like I'm 51% Celtics, 49% Heat. And yeah. the 49% is given just like, you know, as a, I'm sure it's classic with a lot of Boston fans. I do, uh, I survive on fear, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, always kind of expecting the worst. Yeah. I think it's a good way to live, to be honest. You know, <laughs> you're never that disappointed, um, yeah. when, you know, but uh, yeah, I mean, I can see it either, like you said, being a close game or like you said, being one of these games where the Celtics just come and jump out, you know, super hard. Seems and, very unlike. Yeah. And then they lose the lead. I think that actually is probably the most, <laughs> yeah. no, that is probably the most <laughs> right. likely is they'll mm-hmm. get up. Everyone will be going crazy and you won't even know how, um, you know, and it is cause I mean, the heat play pretty well away from what I recall. We haven't, we haven't been, really that great at home we're actually worse at home and we've been worse at home in the playoffs for sure overall um and you know i just even though 
Butler and Bam have looked pretty underwhelming. Mm-hmm. Um, I just feel like you can't count those two yeah, out. They're but, still great players. Yeah, but the thing, the thing is, if they, I mean, if they don't play well, the team doesn't have a shot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if they had just played at all well in the first three quarters last night, that's yeah. he probably easily beat us, right? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, so. I, would, I would say so. But it's going to be very exciting. Oh, yeah, so I was going to say, but that's to give credence to you. And I do think they just weren't playing well. Um, and like I said, we slipped. But overall in the series, I'd say you kind of saw the Celtic. I've always I've been saying to people, like, this team is 100% at its best when it locks in defensively. That's mm-hmm. what the, the Celtics need. When this team locks in defensively, right, um, they're pretty much unstoppable. And that's what cre- really creates their offense. You know, they to mm-hmm. me, like, when they're at their best, they're a defensive team first. Um, it's when yeah. it's when they fall asleep on that side when things get ugly. Yep. And uh, you know, give credit. You know, like I said, yesterday was just a mess, a mess on both ends at certain yeah. points. But overall, I mean, they've just really got the the Heat's number defensively, mm-hmm. and that's really been the difference in turning the series. Definitely. All right. Well, we will definitely be here after Game Seven. We might even live stream. We'll, we'll see. We'll yeah, figure, figure out what uh what works and what doesn't but uh i'm very excited it's gonna be stressful even if we don't live stream it's gonna be stressful yeah. um i mean just watching last night's game was plenty stressful so yeah that three seconds left i was just like man it all comes down to three fo- goddamn foul shots <laughs> like our season's over i was like there's no way and then i was like yeah smart mi- you smart misses it you know and i, I didn't mm-hmm. i wasn't gonna do it wasn't one of those ones where you uh, you know, I wasn't like, uh, you know, he, hey, he had, he took it. Yeah. Um, though, of course, I was kind of like, all right, I get he's going to get it off fast, but like, and then, but, you know, felt, <laughs> felt like an asshole after because yeah. he made that incredible play. I've seen so many videos of people, specifically Heat fans, I think just because those are the ones that are being circulated, of people like streaming or reacting to that and not like uh. watching past the ball bouncing out of the hoop. And like celebrating and then realizing, which is that's hilarious. So yeah. tough, so tough. But uh yeah, anyways, uh Ryan, where can they find you online? They can find me on Instagram. Um uh if you if you're into basketball cards, any sort of trading cards, or just basketball in general, check us out at uh Dunk AF. And uh, I think that's all I got for right now. I'm going to be posting on the Wicked Good Sports blog pretty soon. I'm going to be doing a prediction of uh, the top five for the NBA draft, both who, how I think it should go and how I think it will go. All right. So look out there. That is uh, wickedgoodsports.com. Um, other than that, you can follow me on Twitter at the Fapey Martins BMA. Our, our channel is pretty much everywhere. Just search Wicked Good Sports. Ryan, thank you so much for your time. Bro, thanks for having me as usual. We'll see you all in the next one.